0: Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd I'm back. That sounds weird. I'm back. It's me, Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News. Uh, big shout out to Scott! Thank you very much for hosting last week. I appreciate it so very much. Um, Chicago was great. Chicago was cold. I got to go to Portillo's. I had a cake shake. If you don't know what that is, you should look it up because it's great. And it, it, it. This isn't a food podcast, so we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about food. Um, Honestly, though, I could probably start one. We're not doing that, though. We're talking about nerd shit. Welcome to Nick's Nerd News. This is a double-stuffed episode as we cover things from the last two weeks. It is... Uh, there's a whole lot going on. I, I got Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't been to the movies. I-, I am going to see Batman, though. So we-, we will talk about the Batman on next week's episode. I can promise you that. Um... Other than that, the 101 League is in full session yet again. We are doing it on Saturdays at Panels in Oceanside. Uh, Right now it is just Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, I will be there on Saturday. I I missed this past weekend as well. Uh, So you guys can tune in on Twitch at uh, the 101 League, uh, the 101 Esports League. Follow them on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Discord. They got a cool Discord that, that I'm a part of too. That way you guys can interact with me. Um, shout, give a shout out to me if you guys think I should start a discord for all Knicks Nerd News fans. I, I think we could start one. I think there's, there's tens of you, uh, to listen. Um, and, and I, I, I think there, there could be, uh, I think there could be some play there. Um, but hey, welcome back to the show. Welcome in. If you're new, welcome. If you're old, welcome back. Glad you guys are, are, are listening week in, week out. And uh, without further ado, I don't want to waste any time today. Let's get right into shit because, like I said, it's a it's a double stuffed episode, if you will. Uh, so all, as always, we we hit with the top with video games, right? What, what's going on in the video game world? How about Horizon Forbidden West, right? Uh, Gorilla Games sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. It is uh, has released for both the PS5 and PlayStation Four. I am loving it. Alright. This game. I, I bought my PS4 for the first game. I bought a PS5 for this game. It is fun. And and it honestly, it was almost like like riding a bike, right? You go into it. It plays very similarly to the first one. There's some new things. There's new machines to, to explore and fight with. Um, the, the the main the the first new machine you encounter is a burrower, which is very similar to the this the um the Stalker, I think, was the first one. And then the other next new machine you encounter is, is a Bristleback. It's essentially like like a... a, Or it's like the third or fourth new machine. I, I skipped over a few, but it's, it's, a, it's a Bristleback. It's like a giant boar, like a giant warthog. Those things are cool. You can end up riding them, which is awesome. You can finally ride, like, larger machines. The story is very interesting, um, and it... it there's things that were alluded to in the first game that that kind of play into w- how the second story plays out. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but there in the trailer, there's a character played by um, there's a character played by Carrie on Carrie Ann Moss. You know the the one who plays Trinity in the um, Matrix films. And when you see the trailer, you know there there's illusions that you think, and it ends up me. I was I guessed right. I'm not gonna spoil it just because the game is still so new, but I guessed right. I I made the correct assumption on on what 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 they were doing, and I I just I chuckled to myself that I I was like, wow, it's kind of like obvious that they did this, and they don't even try to hide it. But no, that that's good. It uh, otherwise it's fun though. New weapons are cool. The new skill tree and the new skills are fun and and intuitive. Um, the new machines that that I have encountered so far are amazing and great. The 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 map is really cool and it it it's it's designed very differently. The new tribes that you interact with also very very fun and, and different than what what you encountered in the first game, and. It is a great expansion to the lore, and I, I hope, I hope and hope that there's DLC and things like that that expand on it. Here's uh, praying that they go to San Diego in the game, would like that, because uh, it turns out Vegas is in the game, along with, you know, San Francisco and Yosemite and Half Dome, just like in the first game, you know, there was uh, uh, Denver and, and other other major cities and the, the, the Air Force Academy and things like that, so... I, I, I am hoping that that they do that. It's, it's funny that they call it like the East, the, the first game's map, even though it's technically like the American West. Um, and, and, and this game, it's the Forbidden West, and it's like somehow they incorporate Vegas and San Francisco, even though they're not really close to each other. Um, I don't know if LA is in the game or ruined LA. I, I haven't gotten that far into the map. But it, it is fun, and the new and returning machines are great, uh, and I'm I'm happy to get into it. And it's it's honestly, as of right now, it's one of it's it's like the only game I've gotten this year. It's, it's a game of the year. Like no, there's there's gonna be other games that come out this year, but it's it's honestly, I'm having a blast playing it, and and that that's that's good. Um, if I were to rate it right now, I put like 20 plus hours. I've been mostly playing side quests, right. Like technically I could be done with the campaign if I only did the campaign. But but I, I've been doing a lot of side quests. If if I were to rate it right now, it's it's definitely like an eight out of ten. Hundred percent. No questions asked. Eight out of ten. But it's it's solid. And uh, once I finish it, I will talk about about the end and, and some of the other new machines that that were added and, and we'll build off of that. Um House Marquee House Mark. I don't know how to say their name. Uh, Makers of the PlayStation 5 exclusive Returnal have announced that they have no plans to jump into a Returnal sequel and that their next game will be something different. Uh, So it's always good to see studios uh, branch out when they can. Uh, Netflix is everly increasing into the game space. They have purchased the studio Next Games who made their uh, Stranger Things game. So Netflix, of course, is starting to offer games in select markets and things like that. They have purchased, um, they purchased another game studio. Uh, which is funny because Amazon just announced that Amazon Luna is now included with your Prime membership. Amazon Luna was uh, like an answer to, to Google Stadia. It's kind of fizzled away. Nobody really talks about it. Um, and, and speaking of other acquisitions... Uh, Epic Games has purchased the company Bandcamp. Apparently they're a music, um, making company. I, I don't know how you would describe them. Um, hold on here. Uh, Bandcamp, it's an online music store and community, was acquired by Epic Games. The company has confirmed that, uh, Their Bandcamp Fridays, where they can, they rave revenue share, so artists receive all sales for a 24-hour period, Um, and their online publication, Bandcamp Daily, will continue to operate, even under Epic. Um, It will allow them to expand internationally and push forward development across the platform. I guess they're going to go and do apps and shit like that. But just, of all things that Epic would buy, uh, per... Steve Allison, the vice president general store manager at Epic Games, said, Bandcamp has built an incredible community in business where up and coming artists can succeed thanks to the d- direct support of their fans with one of the best revenue models and terms in music. This aligns closely with Epic's approach to supporting creators across all media and a- enabling them to connect directly with their fans. Ah, it sounds like it's a Kickstarter for music, is what that is interesting I guess I guess epic just wants to branch out into other things there's they got so much money um, Capcom announced last week or a week and a half ago uh, ended up being true they did they did announce um, why can't I say the word it, they did announce Street Fighter 6. Uh, Street Fighter 6 is now in active development. Um, there's some hubbub regarding their logo it might be stolen from a, a previous internet image. Um, created by someone else, which would not be good if it, if that's true. Um, but uh, Street Fighter VI is in active development. They said more news will come later in the year. No word yet on if it will come to Xbox consoles or if it will stay uh, PlayStation exclusive like, play, uh, like Street Fighter V was. Um, Capcom also announced in that time... That next-gen upgrades for both PlayStation uh, 5 and the Xbox Series S and X. Um, We're going to be getting next-gen upgrades for Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7. Um, Performance enhancements, performance uh, upgrades across the board for all three games. Um, Stalker 2 is still being developed. Um, However, I did see an update. They, They may have stopped. Um, GSC World, um, GSC Game World has said that, uh, so they're based out of the Ukraine. And obviously everything that's going on in Ukraine right now, fuck Russia. Um, they are based in Kiev. Uh, they have announced that they plan to continue development after the victory in Ukraine. Um, they said that, uh, they did stop. And it's essentially... They, they are focused on making sure they're... Um, so, excuse me, I said that they were continuing development. They're not continuing development. They're putting on a hold because they want to focus on the safety of their employees and their families, right? That That's, that's always first and foremost, especially when you're being invaded by an asshole. Um, and... Uh, they said, "Quote: uh, Now we are striving to help our employees and their families to survive. The game development shifted to the sidelines, but we will definitely continue after the victory. Glory to Ukraine!" Unquote. And yes, glory to Ukraine. I do hope they prevail. I don't care if Stalker Two gets made or not. I just want these people to be safe, right? And and it it sucks that something like this is happening in 2022. But just shout out to Ukraine. Please support Ukraine. Um, it, it's it's well-deserved. And and speaking of that, um, I know a lot of people were waiting on, on Stalker 2, but, you know, there's more pressing matters. Um, you know, the you, Ukraine has asked, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, other major uh, companies and things like that to, to block sales in Russia, to block things in Russia. It's, it's about sending a message, right? It's about saying, like, this is not okay. This this is not going to go unpunished. This is not going to go on without, not going to go on without a fight, right? I mean, movies are being pulled. Products are being pulled. This is not something that we are going to, the world is going to take lightly or, or bow down and bend over for. We are not going to let Putin walk all over uh, Ukraine and think he can just take it back. The Soviet Union is not a thing anymore. Okay, and let's let's keep it that way. Um, speaking of that, FIFA, um, so EA Sports has announced that all Russian national teams, all Russian teams, uh, and even in the case of NHL, the Belarusian uh, national hockey team will be removed from the game. They will not be allowed to be played in the game. Again, it's about sending a message. It's about standing up for what's right it's about standing for the people that deserve to be stood up for and uh it looks like game developers are taking notice on that um but uh there's plenty of places you can go to support ukraine Um, i'm not going to list them here because there are so many so uh glory to ukraine and Zelensky, the most badass president in europe that's for damn sure um moving on uh if you are getting a steam deck this this month or soon um don't plan on playing destiny 2 ben bungee has announced uh that destiny 2 will not work on the console the computer whatever you want to call it um and they will be handing out bands if they are see you playing on a on a steam deck so just be aware i think they're working with valve to to see what they can do to get it to work but just don't plan on playing Destiny Two on your Steam Deck. Um, Sid Meier of all people, uh, you know the creator of The Sims, of um, Civilization, of SimCity, um, has come out and said that he doesn't think that game companies should should be so aggressive at moving games toward monetization. He doesn't agree with it, you know and I'm sure most gamers would actually agree with him on that. So it's, it's good to hear people in the industry speak out against shit like that. Um, Pokemon's 26th anniversary was this past week. And we got a new Pokemon Presents. And with it, Generation 9 was officially announced. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Yes, we are going back to colors, baby. Even though we've technically already had a Pokemon Red. Um, it looks like it's drawing very heavily on on uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, the art style has evolved a lot based on stills that I've seen. Um, my only issue is the three new Pokemon they showed off. Uh, the new starters. Um, the game is out this fall. Um, I still don't like... Uh, the game still needs some polish. Um, granted, it is. It is Game Freak, and they're still learning how to do things uh, somehow. Twenty years later, twenty-six years later, um, but three—the three new starters were announced. I want to fucking puke. They look terrible. But there's better fake mon out there that, than than what the Pokemon company's been churning out lately. Um, oh. We have Sprigatito, uh, who is the new grass type starter, a grass cat Pokemon. Uh, it's a, the Pokedex is the capricious, attention-seeking grass cat Pokemon. Then we have Fuecoco, who is the laid-back fire croc Pokemon that does things at its own pace. This is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Looks like an apple and a croc at once. Uh, and then we have Quaxly, the earnest and tidy duckling Pokemon. Um, I can't believe we've never had a duck starter. Wait, no, have we? I don't remember. This is like our 800th cat starter Pokemon. Um, Our first croc starter, so I'm excited for that. I want to see what he eventually evolves into. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've never had a duck starter, which is wild. Um, For all the starters we've had. I'm trying to think. Let me go to Bulbapedia for that. Uh Starter Pokemon. Uh, Bulbasaur, Charmas. The... Yeah, we've never had a duck. We've had other birds. And uh, Piplup was a penguin. So, yeah, no ducks. That's wild, man. That is wild. Well, got new ones now. This game, again, it looks interesting. Uh, your the, the main trainers definitely look... More human-like in appearance. Um, Some people think it may be based on Spain. Based on images in the trailer. Um, It'll be... It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But this is Generation 9. Um, But... uh, Yeah. Interesting. Can't see what, what happens... Um, it comes out in later this year. Uh, and they did show Pokemon from, uh, Hisui, the Hisuian Pokemon. So Pokemon from, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus in the game. So you will be able to, to transfer them forward, essentially. Speaking of, I do need to play that game. I've still not played it. Um, yeah. So, uh, Pokemon Generation 9 launches later this year. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And, uh. Potentially a a, a theme based on Spain. Um, If you live in the Seattle area and you're trying to get your hands on a Steam Deck, you may be in luck because Gabe Newell is apparently handing out signed Steam Decks in person in the Seattle area. Gabe Newell himself of Steam and Valve. Wild. Wild. Reminds me of uh, when Bill Gates was handing out the first Xboxes every time they come out. Um, Evo Fighting Game Tournament uh, will not feature Super Smash Bros. this year. For the first time since 2007, Super Smash Bros. will not be featured in the Evo Fighting Game lineup. That's a big, big thing. Uh, Granted, this goes hand-in-hand with Nintendo, who are trying to start their own type of tournaments around Smash, so... And granted, Evo is also owned by PlayStation now, so that could be part of it as well. Um, And and kind of circling back to the Steam Deck here for a second, uh, they have indicated that they are fully on board with getting Xbox Game Pass on the Steam Deck in some capacity. Um, They have said that they would be more than happy to help Uh, Gabe Newell himself, um, he said, quote, he doesn't think uh, they need their own Game Pass. He said, quote, more than happy to work with Microsoft to get that on Steam, unquote. Uh, He was speaking with PC Gamer. He said, uh, also said, quote, I don't think it's something that we think we need to do ourselves, building a subscription service at this time. But for their customers, it's clearly a popular option, and we'd be more than happy to work with them to get that on Steam, um, unquote. That's really cool. Uh, Lately... Of course, Steam and Microsoft have been a little bit more friendly with each other than they have been in the past. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Xbox games and Microsoft published games have been released on Steam uh, for the first time in a while. Because they, they tended to only be on the Microsoft Store, um, the Windows Store, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so it, it's nice to see them playing together. Um, and of of course, the Steam Deck is is pretty much just a handheld PC, right? So there's there's really no reason that that Game Pass can't be on um, on the Steam Deck. Um, I I don't see how it it couldn't be on there. To be honest, um, and it would be interesting to see. I I I honestly think that that it's it's going to end up on Steam, the Steam Deck. In the near future. I, I have no doubt in my mind in, in that regard. Um, but we'll see what, what actually ends up actually happening, you know, because words are, are different than actions, and, and we know that very much. Um, and a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, we were talking about all these studios buying up, uh, or all the major publishers buying up studios... And, you know, Nintendo was like, oh, we're not going to buy anyone. That's not what we're about. Motherfuckers go and buy a studio. Granted, this is a studio they've been working with since 1983. uh, Who's helped them make both Mario games and Zelda games. uh, Called SRD. So, it's it's not like they pretty much weren't de facto Nintendo studios. But for them to say, we're not going to go buy anyone. And then a week later, go and buy a fucking company. That's like, it's like, the fuck, man? The fuck? Ridiculous. Um, Anyway, Elden Ring finally released this past week. uh, Developed by... um, The... uh, uh, Why can't I think of their name? Um, The Souls People. Um... I don't know why I cannot think of their name right now. Uh, 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 from software, Jesus Christ, from software, Elden Ring, uh, written by George R. R. Martin. It is literally one of the best reviewed games in modern like history, right? I have not seen a single negative review. It's getting nines and tens across the board. Uh, it's literally sitting at a 97 on on Metacritic which is which is out of control it's literally one of the highest rated games of all time um, like I said I've I've never seen so many high praises um, user score obviously not not the best um, but a- again it's it's one of the best reviewed games of all time, which is is wild um, to hear about, especially um, especially for a Souls game, which are not always the easiest games to play. They're not um, they're not always the the best uh, games in terms of, of of production quality. I mean, there's always some glitches and things like that, but it, it is literally like I said, one of the best reviewed games I've ever seen. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people as well. Uh, and it is out now. Uh, if you're into the Souls games, it is out. Um, and it, like I said, it's written... Uh, it's got a story written by George R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones fame. Um, <clears throat> uh, an EA executive um, has... Uh, There's been like an expose on her, I guess. Uh, Oh, no, she gave the keynote at the DICE Awards this year. Um, Senior Vice President and Chief Operating Officer Laura Miele Miele, Miele, uh, denounced toxicity in the games industry. Um, Phil Spencer did it as well at his acceptance speech for the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, But she said, quote, let's face it, there have been some rough headlines. Stories about negligence and lawsuits, all stemming from leaders who failed to uphold standards we've come to expect, unquote. Um, Hers is a little different, though, than Phil Spencer's. She's calling out executives in the industry. Um, She said, uh, quote, women have been harassed, bullied, marginalized, held back in their careers, paid less and much, much less. These are real stories, real human beings, and this is going on in companies in our industry, Leaders who fall short of basic standards must go. Um, unquote. Um, her final thing she said if companies can't figure out, figure this out and fix this burning issue, we don't get to move forward, we don't get to pass go. Unquote. Obviously, a lot of people think she was calling out Bobby Kotick. Uh, EA's biggest competitor, of course, is Activision. Um, it, it, it it's interesting though to see, um, that happen um so i i like i get it right people are pissed she should be a she has every right to be um, luckily things are are changing um and and speaking of that it turns out first off bobby kodak can get 22 million dollars in bonuses if he turns the company around in time, which is, fuck that, dude. That guy needs to fucking go. Um, But it actually came out that Microsoft reached out to them about their acquisition three days, three days after the Wall Street Journal report hit about Bobby Kotick and his mishandling of the situation with with the women and things like that. Um, a, A new regulatory filing... Uh, and CNBC caught it. Um, they they had had already been talking about different things, I guess. Um, but per the regulatory filing, um, Microsoft then started to talk to them about strate- strategic op- uh, opportunities. Um, and then, of course, it turned into acquisition. So, quote, on November 19th, 2021, in the course of a conversation on a different topic between Mr. Spencer and Mr. Kodak, Mr. Spencer raised that Microsoft was interested in discussing strategic opportunities between Activision Blizzard and Microsoft and asked whether it would be possible to have a call with Mr. Nadella the following day. Mr. Kodak agreed to participate in such discussion. In a call on November 20th, 2021, between Mr. Mes- Kodak and Nadella, Mr. Nadella indicated that Microsoft was interested in exploring a strategic combination with Activision Blizzard, um, unquote. Um... And then uh, obviously they ended up buying them um, which is uh, wild, very wild. Um, and it's almost guaranteed now that uh, Kodak will leave uh, Activision Blizzard after the deal goes through. like there's 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 um, no 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 thinking otherwise at this point. Um, also, Also, um, speaking of of Satya Nadella, uh, a moment of silence for him. His his son passed away this past week um, at a a young age, and uh, it is unfortunate. Um, But hopefully they turn things around at Activision, and I I have faith that they will. Moving on, though. Uh, We got both Games with Gold and PSN Plus games announced for March. Uh, on the Games with Gold side, you got the Flame in the Flood, uh, Street Power Soccer, Sacred 2, and SpongeBob's Truth or Square. Not a great month, if you ask me. Uh, and then over on PSN+, Plus, you have Ark Survival Evolved, Team Sonic Racing, uh, Ghost Runner, the PS5 version, and then Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which is the multiplayer arm of Ghost of Tsushima uh, so those are available all month long. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, rumors are swirling that Two uh, K Games and Lego may have entered a partnership to make Lego sports games. Uh, this would be very interesting as, as of right now, Lego has not had a sports um, Lego has not had a sports set in like well over a decade. Um, some of you may remember. They used to have like NBA sets and soccer. Um, granted, they do have Lego stadiums now. Um, however, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, uh, if this is true. It hasn't been fully announced or officially made true or not. So uh, we could be waiting on a while to see if this ends up being real or not. And I wonder how TT Games would feel about that. <laughs> since they make all the LEGO games. But anyway, uh, all all their rumors are also swirling that Call of Duty may skip 2023. Uh, Activision has put out a statement saying this is false, or or not exactly that it's false, but they are committed to releasing games that they've said they were going to release. However, we never really know about Call of Duty until like the year of. Um, But mainly... Uh, because of the Microsoft deal and the fact that Vanguard didn't sell well. Um, and they know that people are going to go out in droves to buy Modern Warfare 2. That uh, more than likely uh, whatever Call of Duty would as potentially release in 2023 may be going out to die in a fire. So potentially they may skip. And this would be the first time there hasn't been a yearly Call of Duty release in almost two decades, if not more than two decades. So it would be a big fucking deal, essentially, if Call of Duty did skip 2023. Um, but again, of course, we don't know if, if this is true or not. Um, it's all hearsay in, until it's made official. Um, so don't, don't just go out and assume... There won't be, um, but remember, we are getting potentially a Warzone two this year, uh, whatever that means. Um, so be on the lookout. A lot of a lot of changes could be coming to Call of Duty in the next twelve to eighteen months. Uh, PSVR two was officially shown off as well. I know Scott talked about that a bit. Uh, it does look very sleek and very crisp. Um, Very PS5 inspired compared to the uh, PSVR originally that was on PlayStation 4. Um, No word yet on a price or release date, but I'm guessing it will be priced similarly to what uh, the PSVR was, which I think was like $300, $250, I I don't entirely remember, Um, but... I'm sure they want to get it out sooner rather than later. So I'm guessing it might be a fall 2022 or spring 23 release. Uh, I think they're going to wait, though, until more people get their hands on on PlayStation 5s. um, Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a PS5 only. And obviously there's a chip shortage, so they don't want to cannibalize whatever they need for... They don't want to cannibalize whatever they need to make PS5s, since people can't get their hands on them. Um, But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the PSVR 2, and if it actually does come out. In other big news as well, uh, Bethesda has announced that they will be closing their, uh, their own PC launcher. And they are going to be switching to Steam. All Bethesda games are going to be on Steam. You heard that right, Steam. Bethesda games are going to Steam. Another indication that you know Microsoft is a little more friendlier with Steam than they were in the past. Obviously, that's that's where things have been heading anyway. Um, but this is a this this is also a big deal. I don't think Bethesda games have ever been on on Steam. Um, Or at least they haven't been for quite some time after Bethesda came out with their own launcher. Uh, It's very similar to Activision games and Blizzard games, you know. Uh, You had to go through the blizzard.net. But but the fact that uh, Bethesda games are going to Steam, a lot of changes are happening here, folks. A lot of changes are happening around the gaming industry. Big changes always happening and never a bad thing. Um, and our final gaming story today, a lot of things, but they were a lot of short topics, surprisingly. Um, EA is blaming Halo Infinite and COVID for the failure of Battlefield 2042. Yes, you heard that right. When was the last time Halo got blamed or another major shooter not doing well I think Like 8 years If not longer Like 13 years we're going back to like Halo 3 days Right uh, They also blamed COVID and some other things Or I, I don't know how about the fact that your game Was just broken and sucked How about that can you just admit that your game Wasn't good you don't need to blame it on other things Yes I know Halo had a major launch Yes I'm sure they didn't realize that That um, it, it was going to launch that way but but like let's be realistic here. You know, you guys dropped the ball. It, it's 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 as simple as that. They dropped the ball, and and that's why Battlefield just was not good. Um It happens, it happens, unfortunately. But hey, that, that's the way the cookie crumbles, folks blame in Halo. That's crazy. It's been a while since I've heard anything like that. Uh, anyway, moving on uh, to some TV stuff. Peacemaker uh, had its finale uh, two weeks ago. And honestly, that finale was fucking amazing. Uh, it did things I did not expect them to do. It was very graphic. Um, also hilarious, though, in, in how they dealt with things. Um, and then we're, we're about... Uh, two weeks removed at this point the fucking Justice League show up uh, without Batman and Cyborg though for obvious reasons Um, but also Superman and Wonder Woman are are shrouded um, shrouded in darkness so we don't see them or the actors portraying them Uh, but Aquaman and the Flash are portrayed by Jason Momoa and and uh, uh oh god why can't I think of his name um, Ezra Miller, respectively, uh, and, and it turns out Marvel actually filmed the Flash scene for, uh, for James Gunn while he was doing Guardians 3. It, it's just, it's hilarious. Um, but uh, uh, Peacemaker's like, oh, you're late dickheads to them, which is hilarious. And honestly, the best line uh, is Peacemaker goes to Aquaman, go fuck another fish, asshole. To which Aquaman responds with, "I hate that fucking rumor." So, honestly, I love that the the DCEU is a little bit R-rated and they they have a little more fun and let loose a little bit more. Um, you'd think that everyone's all very serious, but no, it's it's that was cool, and the fact that some characters survived and some didn't are is also very telling. Um, But that that episode overall was, while serious, it had a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. And if you haven't watched Peacemaker, you really need to go watch it. Because it's it's one of the greatest pieces of comic book uh, uh, on film, for sure. Uh, Cuphead has been renewed for Season 2, just about two weeks after premiering. I have yet to watch the first season, but from what I've seen, it looks really good. Uh, Mr. Robot Creator is working on a new show for Apple Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, uh, based on Metropolis, which is one of the first films ever created. So that will be interesting to see. Um, it turns out Steven Spielberg is much more involved in the Halo television show than previously expected. Uh, it turns out he had looked at every script, uh, was involved in the hiring process for casting, showrunners, writers, everything like that. So if he is as involved as, as this says, I have a lot higher hopes for the Halo show than I previously had. Don't get me wrong, I was very excited and had high hopes. But now that I know he was more involved than, than previously thought, I'm even more excited. Um, that premieres in just a few weeks on Paramount Plus on March 24th. Um, and speaking of shows, it now turns out that John DiMaggio will return... For uh, the Futurama return on Hulu um, soon. Uh, Bender Gate is officially over. Which makes me very, very, very happy. You can't have anyone else play Bender. Um, it looks like their contract dispute has been resolved. Um, this is per deadline. He signed on. Uh, it's going to be a 20 episode revival season. Voicing Bender. I'm sure he told them they can shite his bite his shiny metal ass because he was going to start his own Futurama with blackjack and hookers. Um, He did tweet out, I'm back, baby, and thanked fans. Uh, Can't wait to see him back as Bender. Bender bending Rodriguez. Uh, Euphoria has been announced as HBO's second most watched show, which it really can only fall to Game of Thrones, which... I don't think... It'll, it'll be a long time before Game of Thrones is ever beaten, let's just say that. But Euphoria, of course, is a show geared towards younger people. It's about high school and drugs and sex and other things that happen in high school. Obviously, I've never watched the show. Um, Zendaya is in it, so it's definitely something It's definitely something I've, I've wanted to watch. I think it's on its second season. Um, But yes, Euphoria is now HBO's second most watched show, uh, behind only Game of Thrones. Uh, A couple weeks back, we reported that the Marvel shows of Netflix would be leaving Netflix on March 1st. Well, now we have official confirmation of where they will be going next. Uh, The Marvel Netflix shows will be going to Disney Plus starting March 16th. I thought it was going to be Canada only. It turns out it's going to be the U.S. as well. Um, and with that more mature content going to Disney plus, uh, Disney plus has announced they will be releasing a new terms of service and parental controls uh, now that uh, they're going to have more mature content on the platform. So if you didn't finish any of the Marvel Netflix shows, don't be feared uh, you can now catch them on Disney plus. Uh, their MCU canonicity is still, up in the air um but given the fact that both daredevil and kingpin have entered the mcu it's it's fair to say that 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 neck of the woods is technically mcu canon um any of you guys crunchy roll subscribers any any of you show of hands show of hands uh well your service just got better as funimation has officially joined with crunchy roll um so, they are no longer rivals and now form one anime super service. They did the, uh... What's that thing that they do in Dragon Ball? Where they, uh... Trunks and Goten, you know, put their fingers together. Um... So, there's now going to be more than 1,600 hours of anime content... Uh... That has been added to Crunchyroll at no extra cost to you. Now that Funimation is joined. Um... 80% of Funimation calls its most popular series will be available on Crunchyroll by the end of March. Um, so that includes My Hero Academia, Tokyo Ghoul, Cowboy Bebop, and much, much more. Um, there is a list uh, available on Crunchyroll's website um, to see what, what's going to be there. Um, so uh, Crunchyroll will be the main platform moving, moving forward. Uh, CEO of Crunchyroll said... Quote, when we brought Funimation and Crunchyroll together last year, our top priority was put to put fans first. Unifying all of our brands and services under the Crunchyroll brand globally enables us to offer more value than ever before. As we combine subs, dubs, simulcasts, library, music, movies, manga, all into one subscription. The new Crunchyroll is the res- realization of a dream and we are grateful to the creators of anime and the millions of fans who have joined us in making the community what it is today. Unquote um funimation uh costs about six dollars a month crunchyroll starts at eight dollars a month um it looks like you're going to be paying the eight dollars a month i'm sure the price will go up at some point but that's way cheaper than i thought it was um i already have too many streaming services (laughs) otherwise i might sign up um anyway uh if you guys didn't know this um Probably most of you don't who reads user agreements. Uh, but the user agreement for Peacock has been hiding a office Easter egg in plain sight for uh, just over a year now. Kevin's chili recipe is in the user agreement uh, when you sign up for Peacock. How no one noticed that until now is beyond me. Um, but it's a thing. Um, sticking with The Office here, the creator of The Office has stated, uh, that if he ever does do a reboot, uh, this is Greg Daniels, um, he has an idea, it says, uh, this is via Collider, he says, quote, I can't tell whether fans would want more of it, and when I say more of it, I don't think it would be the same characters, I think it would just be sort of like an extension of the universe, you know what I mean? Like the way The Mandalorian is, like an extension of Star Wars. But I don't know if that would be something people would want or not. It's hard to tell. Unquote. Obviously, people love The Office and I think they would like more of it. Um, the only thing I would say that goes against that is the fact that they tried to spin off and it didn't work. Um, granted, it was focused on Mo's and Dwight on his beat farm, and I don't know how many people want to watch that. Um, he also said, quote, obviously certain parts are just personal. Like I've got all these other projects that I've been working on. The office was just such a wonderful and rare experience that obviously you don't want to just go back to it and kind of possibly disappoint people when right now they couldn't be happier about it. Unquote. I, I don't know if if it would ever. Um, it wouldn't be the same. The show the the show lost a lot of its its like umph and muster as the seasons went on. I personally like I, don't get me wrong. I like the office. Do I put it on the pedestal that the rest of the world does? No. It is definitely not that high of a caliber or quality of show in my personal opinion. Um, But if that ever happens, I'm sure it would be on Peacock. Uh, And then speaking of Peacock as well, uh, they are going to be getting the Twisted Metal series from PlayStation Studios. Yes, that Twisted Metal. Uh, And it has been announced that Anthony Mackie will serve in the lead role. Uh, that We don't know yet if that means he's going to be playing Sweet Tooth or not, uh, but Anthony Mackie has been cast as the lead star, lead role in the Twisted Metal series that will now be coming to Peacock uh, in the near future. Um, and then, now that the GOAT has retired, Tom Brady, uh, he announced that he's going to be producing a television show that he will also be starring in. Uh it is called 80 for Brady. And it is about uh, a group of friends uh that go to the Super Bowl. Um wait, it's a movie? Oh, I guess it's a movie. Why do I think this is a TV show? Anyway, I'll talk about it now. Um it will star Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field. Um And they go on a road trip to go see Tom Brady in Super Bowl 51 from 2017. Um, Brady himself is very heavily involved. It's being done by his production company along with uh, Paramount Pictures. And uh, it's going to start filming later this spring. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Am I going to watch it? More than likely. I love Tom that much. Uh, also in the rumor mill right now, uh, John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy, or Home Trilogy, however you want to describe it, uh, may be in talks with Disney to helm a Star Wars High Republic series for Disney+. Plus. Uh, no word on if it's a movie or miniseries or something like that. Um, but potentially, we may be getting a High Republic series from John Watts. Um, or maybe that's The Acolyte, because I know that show is supposed to take place in the High Republic. Um, and speaking of Disney Plus and Star Wars, it has been announced that John Williams, the other goat, will be composing the score for the Obi Wan television series. And that just means that, you know, Ludwig, I love you, bud. You make some cool music for the Book of Boba Fett and The Mandalorian, but when it comes to Obi Wan, you got to step aside and let John come in. All right? You got to let John come in and handle it. He's the only one. He is the only one that can handle it. John Williams, baby, back for Star Wars Obi Wan. Uh, Loki Season 2 has also announced its new directors Uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. They are known for directing horror films. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see their take on Loki. Uh, Switching over here. uh, House of the Dragon, the the Game of Thrones spinoff, has wrapped filming. uh, And George R. R. Martin has given his seal approval saying everything that he's seen, he loves. So it looks like we may be in for a treat when House of the Dragon premieres on HBO, I think late, late this year or early next year. Netflix has also announced the premiere dates for Stranger Things Season 4. It will be split in two parts. So this is going to be a large, large season. Uh, This is the penultimate season as they have announced that Season 5 will be the show's last. Part 1 of Stranger Things launches uh, May 27th. Drops May 27th, I should say. And Part 2, just a few weeks after that on July 1st. Why they couldn't just do it weekly is beyond me. Um... But I guess they are essentially saying, hey, you'll be done with part one by July 1st. uh, Even though everyone's probably going to binge it that first week. (laughs) You can decompress over June. uh, And then come back on on July 1st for part two. um, To see what happens with uh, Eleven and Mike and the gang. Cannot wait. Uh, And then our final bit of TV news here today. Uh, Walton Goggins of Vice Principals, The Righteous Gemstones, of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp fame. and He's been in a lot of other things, I'm just going off what I know. Um, Has joined the Fallout television series uh, on, I think, Amazon. I think he's playing a ghoul. Uh, But yes, Walton Goggins has joined as the star... ...of the Fallout television series that is coming to Amazon Prime in the future. Uh, That is it for television news today. Let's talk about movies, huh? shall we? Um, It has been announced, you know, we already talked about Jason Momoa today... ...but it has been announced and he did confirm that he will be playing the villain... In the final two Fast films, or Fast 10, since it's technically being broken up into two films, uh, Jason Momoa will be playing a villain. He doesn't often do this, uh, but it'll be fun to see him uh, play against type. And this is not the first time you're going to be hearing me say that phrase. Um, But yes, Jason Momoa will be playing the villain in the uh, Fast 10. And I wonder if they're going to somehow relate him to The Rock's character. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, so the Batman comes out this weekend. Uh, the movie's getting amazing reviews, uh, saying Robert Pattinson is great, and, uh, Catwoman and the Riddler steal the show. Um, but AMC has announced, uh, that, uh, they're going to be experimenting with, uh, 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 um what is it uh, uh what do they call it like uh uh Flex Flex pricing I guess you would call it um I I don't know why they would do that um that's the really the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard um the CEO um Adam Aaron said quote to deadline, Quote, currently our prices for the Batman are slightly higher than the prices we are charging for other movies playing in the same theaters at the same time. This is all quite novel in the United States, but actually AMC has been doing it for years in our European theaters. Indeed, in Europe we charge a premium for the best seats in the house, as do just about all sellers of tickets in other industries. Take sports events, concerts, and live theater, for example. Uh, Unquote. Yeah, here's the thing though, bud. That doesn't fly in American theaters. Everyone pays the same fucking price, okay? You want to have different prices, raise them across the board. Don't pull this, like, flex uh, seasonal or, like, special event pricing bullshit. This is not like other events. This is a massive thing that literally the whole fucking planet goes to, right? Sporting events, not really for everyone, Live theater, not for everyone. Concerts, not for everyone. A movie is literally priced, at least somewhat, for the whole fucking family to go. Alright? You don't raise prices just because it's a hit movie. If anything, you should be happy that it's opening because it puts more butts in seats, bud. Fucking prick. You just got a fucking influx of money through that stonks bullshit that happened last year. And now you're going to pull this? Bro, this is not how you make your money back from the movie theaters being closed from the, during the pandemic. You don't raise prices on the big ticket movies, the big, the big highlight blockbusters. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, dude. I am never going to an AMC theater for, for big movies now. You have literally, I know you don't give a shit if you lost a customer, but I'm not going to be the only one, alright? That's some bullshit, bro. That's some big fucking bullshit. Um, Despite earlier saying he was not involved in Doctor Strange 2, Patrick Stewart has now confirmed that he actually is playing uh, Professor Charles Xavier in Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness. Is Ryan Reynolds in it as Deadpool? Can't confirm. But is Charles Xavier, played by Patrick Stewart, part of the Illuminati? Yes, yes he is. Um, you know, earlier we talked about, uh, Ukraine calling on video game companies to pull support. Well, it's been announced, uh, that multiple movie studios have also pulled their films from release in, um, in Russia, including the Batman will not be released. So they don't get to watch the Batman. That's a big blow. That's a big blow. And uh, in our other casting against type, Chris Hemsworth has been announced to play the villain in the Mad Max Furiosa prequel film. Yes, Chris Hemsworth, who is almost 90% cast as a hero, uh, will be playing the villain in the Mad Max film uh, in his native Australia. So that makes sense. Uh, There was a new trailer released for Fantastic Beasts, the... Uh, what's it, something with Dumbledore? Anyway, uh, very heavy on the Dumbledore and uh, very light on the Grindelwald. And also, it looks like we're going to be seeing a whole lot of other parts of the wizarding world. And when I say that, I mean other parts of the, the literal world with their wizards. And like that means we get to see Chinese wizards, German wizards, I'm all fucking for it, bro. Keep expanding, bro. Keep expanding. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Can't wait. Uh, the Uncharted movie has now dominated the box office two weeks in a row. Uh, it made another, like, $30 million at the at the box office. Um, it's going to get dethroned by the Batman. Let's just be honest there. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Uh, I am going on Sunday, so I'm very excited. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 has wrapped filming per producer Frank Marshall. Um... Oh, look, he gets to work with his wife. How cute. He's married to Kathleen Kennedy. Um, but yes, uh, Indiana Jones 5 has wrapped production. I think it's been like 15 years since Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out. So it's it's funny that it's been that long between between 4 and 5. Um, how many of you guys want to see a Beyblade movie? Because apparently Jerry Bruckheimer thinks the world wants it. And it will be live action of all things. Come on, Jerry. Be better, Jerry. Be better. Uh, No Way Home. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home will finally hit Blu-ray on April 12th. uh, With a wealth of special features and extras. Featuring more Toby. More Andrew. More villains. And I'm, I'm like all for it. They released a little teaser trailer for it. And it looks great. It showed them doing the Spider-Man meme. Looks like a blast, baby. Um, and then John Cena has joined a new Ki- uh, Looney Tunes movie. Yes, a Looney Tunes movie is coming. Um, and this one's going to be about uh, uh, the uh, coyote fighting or suing Acme or something like that. Um, of all storylines, I don't know. But anyway, our final story today, movie-wise, and final story for the week, I should say. Uh, Kevin Feige, uh, the head of Marvel Studios, was um talking during the Marvel Studios assembled, uh, like making of film about, um, I think. It was for whatever the most recent movie was. Um, and he was quoted as saying, quote, Marvel Studios of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now passed their 10th anniversary. And with the release of the final Avengers movie, we finally completed a 22-movie Infinity Saga, end quote. Yes, you heard that right. Avengers Endgame, according to Kevin Feige, is the last Avengers movie. Uh, that, that, that's interesting, though because we, everyone's thinking we're either going to get a new Avengers or a young Avengers or like a, a, a Avengers movie with a new team. And now obviously that's not happening, right? We're not getting what we think would be a future Avengers team, which is obviously either they don't trust the cast that much now or <clears throat> everyone hates Captain Marvel. What? What? I didn't say anything. Um, Obviously, without Tony Stark, there's there's no Avengers, right? Everyone loves uh, Robert Downey Jr. too much to to kind of do it without him, right? It, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same, and and I, I get that, I do, um, but I I wonder I wonder what the the logic is behind that. Is he telling the truth? I mean, we know Kevin has been known to to make up stories and lie before. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? I think that's an interesting take. I don't think they're going to stick to that down the road, um, because Marvel announces shit and then doesn't follow through all the time. Um, but, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I know I said it'd be a super-sized episode, but it's shorter than some others. I think it was just all so many quick hit topics today, uh, for the past two weeks, and I just, I think I wanted to cover everything um thanks you guys for listening again thanks to scott for hosting last week um i really appreciate that and i appreciate you um can't wait to do more super smash melee with you this weekend for the 101 esports league over in oceanside uh, panels comic book coffee bar on saturday from one to four if you guys want to come out or watch on twitch or anything like that um hey also don't forget. If you want to listen to Nixner News, you can do it in a whole lot of places. You can listen to us right in your browser, if you prefer, at nixnerdnews.com. Or while you're there, check out all the places you can subscribe and listen on the go. You got iHeartRadio. You got Spotify. You got Google Podcasts. You got Apple Podcasts. Hell, we're even on Amazon Music. You really don't have an excuse for not subscribing to Nixner News because there's a lot of places... You can subscribe. Hell, I think you can even listen to it in our, our link tree for, for for all intents and purposes. Um, but hey, while you're at nixternews.com, why don't you also check out our social media tab where you can find all our social media feeds. That means Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. There's only three of them. You can see all the fun memes we post. Or if you prefer... Just search Nickster News on your preferred social media platform of choice and follow us there. Uh, Thank you guys for listening this week. I am your host, Nick. I have returned after a one-week break. Uh, I will be back for the foreseeable future. And uh, with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.